This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, October 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Pesticide notification workshops, Delta drought grants, Prop 12 gets its day in court, and EPA challenged on CAFOs and herbicide. DPR to host more workshops on notifications. The Department of Pesticide Regulation scheduled three more public listening sessions related to the development of a statewide system to alert residents ahead of pesticide applications. DPR hopes to gather feedback on four pilot projects that experimented with various forms of notifications. Riverside County, for example, developed a basic web page to map application within a five-mile radius with no exact location given. The Stanislaus County was one of the fancy ones with text, emails, and explainers on the active ingredients that, according to Riverside County Ag Commissioner Ruben Aroro. The three workshops will take place starting November 7 in Ventura County, Tulare County, and online. Remember, DPR took heat from lawmakers last summer over concerns that environmental advocates were drowning out the voices of farmers during the last round of workshops on notifications. You can read how DPR could ruin a perfectly good system in the AgriPulse West newsletter coming later this morning. DWR offers Delta Farmers conservation grants. The Department of Water Resources is doling out more than $500 million for water conservation grants. About $10 million of that will support farmers in the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta to conserve water for fish and birds. Growers can also receive $75 an acre for flooding fields or $40 an acre for providing nesting habitat through delayed harvest. Rod Kelsey, an associate director at the Nature Conservancy, a partner in the program, said it will serve as a model for achieving water resilience in California going forward. Central Valley is a major wintering ground for migrating waterfowl. The rest of the funding will help local districts with infrastructure repairs, promoting conservation and implementing groundwater plans. Proposition 12's fate in the SCOTUS hands following oral arguments. Well, it's up to the Supreme Court justices now to decide whether California's Proposition 12 gets to stay on the books. Supporters of the law seem to be pleased with how oral arguments of the case went yesterday. As Justice Clarence Thomas noted, Proposition 12 is not about reaching out and regulating something across state lines because it regulates only sales of pork within California, said Brian Frizzell, senior appellate counsel at the Constitutional Accountability Center. He noted that Justice Neil Gorsuch described National Pork Producers Council's arguments as enshrining non-textual economic liberties into the Constitution in an effort to protect the way much of the industry raises pork. But justices also had sharp questions for the law's defenders, and NPPC said it presented a strong case and is confident in its arguments. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall says Prop 12 has the potential to put small hog farmers out of business. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Rail service is showing some improvement. Railroads are making some progress in moving grain this fall over where things stood last year at this time. 
An analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation shows that 351,000 grain cars were loaded and built in the third quarter of 2022, up from 295,000 in the third quarter of 2021. Still, the latest third quarter number was a decline from the second quarter of the year when 398,000 grain cars were loaded. Based on the number of unfilled grain car orders, the decline from the second to third quarters is not due to reduced demand, Farm Bureau says. But there has been some improvement in rail speeds. Last quarter, the average speed for all goods was 22 miles an hour, 21 miles an hour for ethanol and grains. This quarter, speeds have increased by 5% to 24 miles an hour for all goods, 22.5 miles an hour for ethanol and grain. By comparison, rail speeds reached 25 miles an hour for grains and ethanol in early 2020, that when there was less pressure on railroads due to the COVID-19 pandemic. CAFOs and Enlist herbicides targeted in separate actions. A coalition of public interest groups is trying to compel EPA to respond to a petition filed more than five years ago seeking stronger clean water rules for concentrated animal feeding operations. The Center for Food Safety, the Food and Water Watch, and others have filed suit in the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to force EPA to respond to the 2017 petition. Also from CFS, the Organization and Pesticide Action Network North America have filed a notice of intent to sue EPA for not consulting with the Fish and Wildlife Service before approving Enlist One and Enlist Duo Corteva herbicides used on corn, cotton, and soybeans. Soy groups invest in expansion of Washington Port Terminal. Seven U.S. soy groups are helping Omaha-based ag processing fund the expansion of a terminal at Port of Grays Harbor in Washington that to help boost U.S. soy meal exports. The United Soybean Board, the Soy Transportation Coalition, Iowa Soybean Association, Kansas Soybean Commission, Nebraska Soybean Board, and North Dakota Soybean Council and South Dakota Soybean Research and Promotion Council are together in investing $1.3 million in the project that is expected to be completed in 2025, that according to USB. Ag Processing is a cooperative that owns 10 soy processing facilities in the Midwest. I'm proud of our farmers' commitment to enhance and maintain U.S. infrastructure, says USB Director Tony Johansson. Doing so helps sustain our competitive advantage over global competitors. Well, here's today's He Said It. I think people in some states, the ones that produce a lot of pork, Iowa or North Carolina or Indiana, may think there's a moral value in providing a low-cost source of protein to people, maybe particularly at times of rising food prices. That Chief Justice John Roberts on Proposition 12, defenders of the law argue that the law protects California's moral values. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, October 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.